back. It's week 11. We're in the crow's nest. As always, it's little Ricky Hanker. But today we've got two very special guests uh, sitting with Hanker. Hanker, maybe I'll let you do the intro. Uh, Who's on your lap here? Yeah, I think the theme of today's show is women we live with. And uh, later on, we'll be joined by Alicia. But right now we have my oldest child, my firstborn daughter, Ruth. Ruth turns one years old tomorrow and has already consumed more football than I think she's consumed Bluey episodes. So very happy to have her on the show. I'm sure she'll have lots of contribution. She hates it when I talk loud. So I'm sure we'll get a bit of tears, a bit of emotion later today. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Ruth, very excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and happy early birthday. I know uh, some big plans coming this weekend. So uh, very special guest. And yes, uh, people we live with. So my uh, significant other, Alicia Big Al, as we call her in the industry, she'll be joining us a little later on. But for now, Hanker and I are going to take you through some picks, do a quick recap, and then we'll bring our, our first mate on. So here we go. And Ruby, yep, I'm in. You're good? You're ready? Thumbs up? Drop in. <laughs> All righty. Week 10, uh, a good one. We had uh, quite a few entries, and everyone paid this time. So all the entries that we received, we got an e-transfer for, which was huge. Uh, big congrats to, it was Alabaster's Cupcakes. What an excellent name. Uh, he's been riding with us all year. Definitely going to be someone we're going to get on the podcast in the future. A guy that Hanker and I don't really know that well. Uh, we've got some mutual friends, but personally don't know him that well. But uh, big ups and congrats to uh, to Alabaster's Cupcakes. And that brings us right into uh, to week number 11 here. So, uh, I mean, last week there was only one question. So Kyler Murray ended up not playing. Um, it's hard this year with in- injuries. You know, we got to make these sheets early in the week and some guys end up sitting out. So Kyler Murray last week, we had to exclude him. Uh, so there were only 11 questions, but we're back with our regular 12. And we forgot to mention it last week, but we have added a tiebreaker question. It's going to be the same question every week, but we're putting that in there because it's nice to just award one winner if we can. So all you're doing for the tiebreaker is you're putting the total amount of points scored in the Sunday nighter. So if, uh, let's say, the the final score is 25 to 20 in the Sunday nighter and you've put 45 or something close to 45 that's closer than someone else with the same amount of points, you're going to take the pot. So we've added that tiebreaker question as well. Hanker, am I missing anything before we we get into week 11? You are not. I just want to add a little bit of color onto the tiebreaker question. I would love to come up with something, not that it's not original. It just seems like it's sort of the go-to tiebreaker in any prop pools you're going to do. If anyone has any ideas for, because we like to, you know, we like to make things fresh here. We, you know, we, we mix it up a bit. I'd love if there was a way to do a tiebreaker question. It wasn't just the total points. Maybe it's like number of punts or something. I guess like, in actually, funny enough, I'm in a uh, a pick'em pool, and two people tied and had the same tiebreaker score. Okay, right? that's funny. So, like, I don't. It's not even a tiebreaker all the time. 
Right. Yeah. If, if, if you both have the same amount and the same, yeah, you're, you're going to split it, but okay. So right now it's the Sunday nighter. We might get creative with it. If you guys have ideas, definitely let us know. But uh, with that, we're going to kick it off and big Al. Oh, sneaking by. You want to say hi quick? You'll, you'll be back in a minute, but big Al's here. Hi, Ruth. Happy early birthday. <laughs> Who's that, Ruthie? There you go. Big Al coming in hot. Okay, week 11. We're starting in what many at the start of the year uh, probably would have said, you know, this division, it had always been dominated by the Patriots. You know, the Jets are in there. They're not going to be good. The Bills were supposed to be good, and the Dolphins were going to be middle of the pack. Well, uh, turns out this is the best division in football right now. If the playoffs started today, all four teams would have a playoff spot. And uh, we're going with the battle of the Patriots versus the Jets. It's a pick em here. Which way you lean in? Jets, Patriots, both of them. Same. Uh, actually, Jets are ahead of the Patriots for probably the first time ever. So, uh, so there you go. The pick em there, Jets, Patriots. Ruthie looks like she's going Jets all the way. Well, she's a New York girl at heart, right? So that would be on brand for her. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I actually have an idea for later when I do my uh, – I'm going to let her pick them. I'm going to say, you know, black pen is Pats, green pen is is Jets, and that will be my pick em for the week So we'll, or my uh, lock of the week. So we'll, we'll save that for the end. Okay, I love it. Ooh, and, and she was giving us a teaser there. She was re- <laughs> leaning uh, black, but here we go. <laughs> Prop number two, we've got how many total points will be scored in the Bears versus Falcons game. So these, uh, this is a pretty high line, 49 and a half. These two teams have been putting up some points. Justin Fields, if anyone was lucky enough to uh, scoop him off the waivers a couple of weeks ago, guy's been an absolute monster. Last week again, he ripped uh, another over 60-yard touchdown run. I don't know if you saw any of that, Hanker, but he's the first quarterback ever to have two rushing touchdowns of 60 yards or more in the same season. And he did it in back-to-back weeks. So pretty impressive. Yeah. Okay. This next guy, um, I love watching this guy. His family is, is worth, uh, you know, taking a look into. They've got a little documentary out his dad's former U S what do they call him? Like the, not Olympian, the bodybuilding guy, Mr. USA. Or oh, like a figure competitor? Yeah, so bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, he's got three brothers. His other brother plays in the league. But this one is, will Amon Ra St. Brown record over 95 and a half receiving yards? So last week, uh, the guy we had in this slot was Tyreek Hill. He had been a monster all, all year. Uh, he put up one of his lowest totals, and that was my lock of the week. So I killed our parlay with that. Uh, and this week, we've got Amon Ross St. Brown. Started the year hot, got injured, but he's back, and uh, and he's been buzzing. Lions have, have actually been playing pretty well. So over 95 and a half, a little more reasonable than Tyreek Hill at 115, but we'll see where people go there. Number we are, four, uh, my wife and I, sorry, before we move on there, my wife and I, uh, well, Ruth will have a sibling here uh, next year, uh, and we're we're trying to think of names. And I pitched Equiminius, I believe is how you pronounce it. Shot down. She didn't like any of the brothers. I believe Pharaoh is the youngest, and then Amon yeah. Ra. So 
swing and a miss on all three, but uh, I will get my son named after an NFL player somehow. I just have to convince her to do it. Tell you what, if Amon Ra hits the over this week, it's not even up for discussion. We'll convince Sarah. We'll make it happen. It's got to be Amon Ra. Okay. Amon Ra. (laughs) There's probably some sort of joke in there about having Amon Ra, dog or something. Whatever. We'll we'll workshop that if it hits. Um, Number four, it's another pick It's the Battle of the Basement. We've got the Broncos versus the Raiders. uh, Two teams that People thought were going to be amazing. Uh, that division was supposed to be the best in football. It turns out these two teams have not lived up uh, to the billing. So to pick them there, Broncos, Raiders. And that brings us to number five. Just touched on this guy. It's Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson. Who's going to have more rushing yards on the day? So both of these quarterbacks, really good with their feet. Uh, probably two of the best ever. And we're, we're picking uh, who's going to have more rushing yards. So it doesn't include throwing or catching that. It's strictly rushing yards. You're picking one guy there. Number six. This was an interesting one, and I was trying to word it properly, but I, I want to explain it here. I think it should be straightforward, but we're going to take – yeah, we're going to take the tight end with the most receiving yards and the wide receiver with the most receiving yards. And whoever has more is going to win that. So you're picking a tight end or wide receiver. We don't know who it's going to be. It could be Travis Kelsey for the tight ends with 105 receiving yards. And Anna Ross St. Brown with 96 receiving yards. The tight end would win if those were the two highest totals. So you're picking wide receiver tight end there. Kind of an interesting one. You don't get lines or props like this um, with, with Vegas. This is Bet Pirate only, Bet Pirate exclusive. Okay, number seven. This one, um, Hanker, if we can play some sad music here, I'd love to have some sad music in the background, but uh, the Bills. Okay, had to stick them in there. Um, There's actually a lot of uh, sort of news coming in uh, right now about this game, if it's even going to be played in Buffalo. The Bills are going against the Browns, but they're expecting six feet of snow uh, from sort of tomorrow on to Sunday. So they're saying it might be unsafe to get the Browns to Buffalo. It might be unsafe to play. They're, they're trying to figure out. So that game could actually be relocated, but it still will be played on Sunday. And this prop is, uh, it's, it's will my guy, Josh Allen, throw an interception against the Browns. Um, I think, you know, most people know Josh Allen. He was a favorite for the MVP at the start of the year. Um, you know, they've had some ups and downs, but the last three weeks he's thrown an interception and uh, it's it's actually cost them some games. So he does a lot for the football team. I still think he's the best quarterback, but that's the prop there. Hanker, I know you were over uh, with me watching that Bills Vikings game last week. Any thoughts? Some people saying the best game of the year so far. I know you have a different one that you well, like, but uh, I mean, give it to me. So- Like, I thought that was crazy that that was the best game of the year or even conversation was happening. Because, like, if you want a game, like, if your definition of the best game of the year is, like, quality of, like, play, that wasn't the game. It wasn't, like, you know, there there were some big skill plays, but it was more just, like, a bunch of mistakes. And it was the team that made the least that ended up winning. Um, 
you want a game of the year, it's the Ravens versus Miami in week two, I think it was, where Tua had six touchdowns. They were like, you know, the over was annihilated. It was double the over. Uh, both quarterbacks were doing work, huge runs, you know, massive wideouts. Like that was the game of the year. And if your definition of game of the year is a lot, like a lot of like, like a circus, like a lot of theatrics towards the end, like Minnesota scoring on defense, there, pushing the, ba- the bills back. Like if that's your definition of a good like, game, well, it's the, Browns Jets game where like Flacco and the onside kick was more exciting, I think. So I mean, like it was a you know if you're if you're able to remove your fandom from it and and just like observe it for the spectacle it was, yeah, very exciting, very interesting thing, but still not the game of the year by any stretch, and probably won't be going forward. I think we still have a few more doozies on our hands. Yeah, Hot I tape. mean, I. Uh... I definitely didn't think it was the game of the year. I can tell you that it was, you know, Bills had a 14 point lead going into halftime and then they completely shut down. It was a snooze fest for a while. A couple big plays by Minnesota. I think the reason people are so horned up on this is Stefan Diggs makes an unreal one handed catch. And then literally moments later, this should have been the end of the game. And then there'd be no Josh Allen slander, all this nonsense about him not being the guy wouldn't even be a thing, but Justin Jefferson goes up, puts one hand in the air. The defender actually catches the ball for him and then cradles it into his hand on the way down. And that was on fourth and 18 to extend a drive and basically was the only reason the game even still had legs. Um, a lot of people saying the greatest catch they've ever seen. Well, it must not have been watching football very long because there was a better catch in that game, Stefan Diggs. Obviously, the scenario here, people are getting all fired up about that. Odell Beckham's got the best one ever. We know, you know, that's not a debate. This one, Justin Jefferson, monster. He's probably the best wide receiver in the league. But if the defender was even half competent, it's fourth down. You just punch that ball away. You definitely don't help them catch it. So anyways, that's enough Bills talk. Um, it's a it's a get right game here against the Browns. The Bills need this win and they need it bad. So uh, Josh Allen, is he going to be all right protecting the football? No interceptions. We'll have to see. Prop number eight. Uh, this guy came back two weeks ago from injury and, and you know, two touchdowns was was invincible. Um, last week, didn't, didn't really do a whole lot. They barely gave him the ball. It was kind of a weird one. It's Cordero Patterson. Will he record a rushing touchdown? And he's going up against... The Bears. So we've got him in that over-under, and we're going Cordero Patterson. Will he find the end zone using his legs? Prop number prop number nine. So, again, we just talked about this guy too, Justin Jefferson. And this week, he's up against C.D. Lamb, who's having a sneaky good year. He was a guy, started kind of slow, had some quarterback issues, uh, but Dak's back. And, uh, and C.D. Lamb has been putting up some yardage. So you're picking which of those two guys is going to end up with more yards on the day, Justin Jefferson or C.D. Lamb? Does, does and, he ever, like, surely that's the biggest or the lowest hanging fruit I've ever heard for a D's Nuts jokes. 
Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm in I'm in five fantasy leagues, and I know two guys who have named their team in separate leagues. CD nuts. nuts. So, yeah, okay, yeah, good. I mean, good. It, it, Glad I'm yeah. not, like, the only one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and you know what? Fantasy names. Maybe that's something we, we hit on at the start of next season, you know, some good fantasy names or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, CD. It's it's low hanging fruit. I mean, Chubb. You've been a Chubb guy for a while. There's a lot of a lot of easy ones there. Um, but yeah, number ten. It's that uh, it's that one uh, that everybody loves. We uh, we actually saw a yes hit again last week. It's will the uh, opening kickoff of the Sunday nighter be a touchback? Yes or no? And then this brings us to question 11. We're one away from welcoming our first mate. Um, This Sunday nighter, I'm very much looking forward to. I got to be honest, since I've turned 30, Hanker, and you can, you know, you might be a bit more of a nighthawk, but I've been dozing off and falling asleep during the Sunday nighters. This is one, uh, you know, we're going to be partying at your place on Saturday, but uh, I, I might have to get a good night's sleep or a midday nap to stay up for this one. Because we've got which team scores first between the Chiefs or the Chargers. So, again, this can be anything, a field goal, a safety, a touchdown. It's which team is going to be the first one to get points on the board. And with that, I think it's time. I'll, uh, I'll call, call, uh, call up to my living mate, uh, my significant other, Cooper Cannon. Al, Big Al, you ready? Big Al, put your hands together. It's Big Al. I had to get a chair. <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear Cooper barking in the back? Yes, definitely. That's okay. okay. You you can hear Ruth like crying through this whole one. So it's uh, we'll call it the ambient noise at home episode. Not because you're on Alicia, but just because of the other stuff. (laughs) So I guess um, I should do a quick intro. Rufy got a a really nice quick intro. You got to be loud, Al. You got to be loud. Um, So Big Al, hmm. she lives with me. Uh, She's pretty cool. She gets mad at me most nights when I'm doing this podcast with Hanker because I'm not helping with the the housework, doing the laundry. Okay, and and my voice travels well through the house. Uh, Big Al, as far as football goes, um, she's actually she's actually pretty knowledgeable. So when uh, we first started dating way back in the day, um, you know, we'd be sitting beside each other in university class, and I'd have fantasy football open. She's like, "What is this?" And like, "This is all you ever do during the winter. Like, you're just on fantasy football all the time." So I said, yeah, you, you would love it. You should get involved. I, I got her in one of our leagues, and uh, she is in first place right now. She drafts her own team. She makes her own moves. Now she consults me from time to time. Uh, last week we went head-to-head, and I handed her her first loss of the week, so maybe some bad consulting lineup-wise there to, to benefit myself. But with that, put your hands together. It's our first mate, Big Al. I was listening upstairs, and I want to make a correction for you. Oh. It's pronounced the bears. <laughs> Not like that. The bears. The bears. Okay, so my first mate question is, will... Uh, you got to get hear pretty me? close. Yeah, yeah. Should I scream like Eric? <laughs> yeah, a little louder. Okay. Um, will... 
This is actually my quarterback in fantasy football, Justin Herbert. And will he throw more than two passing touchdowns? Now, I voted yes because I have to. I have to think positive. But it's kind of up in the air. Now, if he gets one of his wide receivers back because Keenan Allen's out with a hamstring, which I actually researched this because I wanted to seem cool to you guys. And uh, if he comes back this week, he'd be a better off, or if Mike Williams comes back. But as it stands, it's hard to say. He's playing Kansas City. He has the defense that is not so great. Um, in terms of passing, t- allowing passing touchdowns. Hey, it's your stat, buddy. You're the one who Googled it. Oh, yeah. They've allowed 19 passing TDs this year, which is like the worst in the league. So he has a chance, but... Okay, so let's hit pause here for a second, and let's get back to that. Mike Williams comes up. Hanker, um, you're in this same fantasy league. Uh, you offered? Did you offer the trade? Can you maybe yeah, shed well, some light on what's happened here over the last 48 hours in this uh, make football great again fantasy league? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so here's the the background of it. I have an affiliation, I guess, an addiction, one might say, for Cooper Cup. Uh, Maybe I'm just chasing the glory that he was last year. Definitely am. So I routinely send trades to Parachuck to try to obtain Cooper Cup. I do. I've probably done one a week since the season started. Um, I also have a bad habit of doing this when I'm up in the middle of the night uh, either, you know, cause Ruth woke up or whatever and I don't read any news. So I did my regular pot shot and I woke up in the morning and accepted it right away. And pretty much as I was reading that, I was also listening to pardon my take and they were explaining that he was basically done for the <laughs> Cooper cup. So I had traded, uh, James Connor and Mike Williams, my second and third round picks, which even if Cooper Cup was healthy, might not even have been a good trade. I don't even know what I was doing. Um, anyway, uh, Parachuk, also a father, gave me a new dad pass and said, "You, if you're going to be hawking the waiver wire and making late night trades, you got a long way to come. I'll give you, I'll spot you this one, young blood." But the next one, I'm coming for you. And I, anyway, it was it was pretty easy. I said, "Look, Parachuk, I I shouldn't care about this, um, even though I did immensely." Um, it's easy decision, man. Like you can you can let the trade go through, and or you know, it's it's an easy decision. It's the trade or our friendship, and you know, both are good. So he chose friendship, and I'm happy he did so. Okay, that's very nice. Very nice of Paratech for sure. And, and I will say the one guy who came to bat for you was uh, was your brother, George. I was surprised. You know, he, he was the first guy in, in our group chat to say, hey, look, my brother's, uh, and Ruthie, plug your ears, but an effing idiot. He, he just yeah. offered the trade and Cooper Cup's going to be out for the, probably for the rest of the season, maybe comes back at the very end. But uh yeah, we got it resolved. Paracheck wanted to keep the friendship intact, so the, the trade was vetoed. Hanker's still in a good spot. Uh, Paracheck, story for your loss. 
And, uh, and I guess the beneficiary of all this is uh, Big Al because she's at the top of the league. Mike Williams yeah. probably going to be back. Keenan Allen and her guy, Justin Herbert, is that first mate question. Will he have over two and a half teeters? So with that, that runs us through our slate. Uh, we're going to get into uh, everybody's favorite section, the Land Ho Lock of the Week. Big Al, I know you. Well, this week it can be sponsored. Okay, the Luna so Lock of the Week. The, the Luna Lock of the Week. Uh, no free ads, but I guess this one's free because we're not getting any money. But uh, the Luna <laughs> Lock of the Week. Christmas is coming. If you are a female out there or have a special female in your life and need some clothing, Luna Boutique, 184 Main Street, Picton. It's got all that good stuff for you. Um, yeah, give it a give it a give it a little peek this holiday season. If all these locks, if all the Luna locks hit. We can call it the lunar eclipse. This is our week. Oh, let's go. Okay, with that, uh, Hanker, I think you and Ruthie better better start us off here. Let's do it. So, guys, if uh, if you're listening, Hanker's going to have two uh, pens in the air. One of them's going to be uh, sort of dark blue, and one of them's green. Dark blue is going to be uh, – is that right, Hanker? I'm partially colorblind, so I, I can't even tell. Tell you what, you take it away. Okay, I'm coming off mute here. Uh, Ruth has been very patient. We're at 25 minutes, so apologies, listeners, for the meltdown that's ensuing. So two-color pens. Black is the New England Patriots. Green or, or turquoise is the New York Jets. I'm going to hold them in front of Ruthie. Whichever one she grabs first will be my pick for the Jets versus Patriots outright winner and my Luna lock of the week. Okay, so uh, a drum roll, please. And the pick is oh she's eyeing them down. Oh Pats. Oh it was a, it was finish, the, the New England Patriots. She grabbed both, but she went Patriots first. So there you go. We'll folks. review the tape, but I believe it was Patriots. My yeah. Luna Lock of the Week. Our Luna Lock of the Week. The New England Patriots. New England Patriots to win. Okay, and that game, I believe, is in New England. So, Ruthie might be might be a hot hand. If this hits, we might have to bring her back for uh, some more locks. Okay, Al, um, have you gone through the sheet this week? Do you, do you have a lock in mind? What? What do you mean? Okay, so Al's never listened to the show. So, uh, a, a quick explanation. <laughs> uh, our first mate has to pick one of the props and give us their pick so you can do your own first mate question if you want will justin jefferson throw for over two and a half td passes yes or no and you would tell us your your pick there and we lock it into a parlay do i have to do my own questions no you can do any of them you can scroll through here and pick any of them okay tell you what well alicia's looking i'll i'll get mine in on this one um Oh, she's uh, struggling with the technology. Okay. Lil Ricky's Land Ho Lock of the Week is going to be, I lost on it last week. I'm going to win on it this week. It was, so I picked Tyreek Hill over 115 and a half. I'm going Amon Ra, St. Brown. Henry's future child's name is hitting the over 95 and a half. Let's go get it. His nickname's the Sun God. He's going to be making it rain. That doesn't make sense, but we're locking it in. Amon Ross St. Brown over 95 and a half. 
Okay, hold on. So, awesome pick. Did you hear what you just said there? I'm having a son, last name Goddard, son god, Amon Ra Goddard. I think it has to be done now. This is written in the stars, people. I'm not one for all this hocus pocus. Yeah, Hanker uh, well, first aired on the, the Crow's Nest podcast. Yeah, there's like four gamblers that listen to this, and they don't really care about that part. So I can kind of say whatever I want. Hanker's firstborn son, his last name's Goddard. Son God over. Okay, Alicia, are you ready? Yes. Uh my lock of the week is the one about C.D. Lamb and Justin Jefferson. Just because I have Justin Jefferson, he's my he's my stud. He always brings it home for me and I'm just going to pick him. I don't even really know that much about CD lamb. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Just don't know. Funny name. Um, that's a dope name. Yeah. Dope name, but okay. So you're going Justin Jefferson. Now I don't think it's going to let us lock in that parlay, right? That's not going to be a prop, but that's Alicia's land. Ho lock Alicia on your first mate question. For our parlay, can you tell us, will your quarterback, Justin Herbert, throw for over two and a half touchdowns or under? We need this. Like honest? Honest. What you think. It's your it's your pick. This is what we're going to use. Under. Say that loud. Under. <laughs> I picked over for my thing, though, so. So you're doubting yourself. Yeah. I'm just you're doubting doubting down. your guy. I'm going to do, I'm like. Oh, so you're happy either way. Yeah. Oh. What's the word for that? Uh, hedging my bet? You're hedging your bet. Okay, so here's what Alicia's done. She's given us her lock, which is Justin Jefferson to have more receiving yards than CeeDee Lamb. What she's then done is gone against her own fantasy quarterback, a guy that she needs, she relies on. And she's taking the under. It's just passing touchdowns, isn't it? Yeah, it is just passing touchdowns. He's get some rushing touchdowns. Hey, you're right. You might have a big rushing I'm not day. I'm him. Okay. I think he's going to have a great day. There you go. There we have it. Um, so with that, that kind of closes up uh, what we normally do on the show. Uh, Hanker or Big Al, Any anything else you'd like to hit on here? Uh, Al normally yells at me at some point in the podcast so maybe there's an opportunity there uh hanker we've got our laundry machine going it's probably making some noise in the background alicia always chooses to do laundry while i'm down here no i'm just constantly doing laundry oh she's constantly doing laundry wear a lot of clothes i guess uh maybe big al's dirty laundry segment anything uh anything you want to you want to talk about al anything off the top of your head uh you know maybe it's a future segment i put you on the spot here but what do you think uh, that's a future segment for sure. You got to lean in for sure, but <gasps> it's a future segment. I don't have anything to say. Okay. I got a pizza upstairs, Aurora fresh salad oh. in the making. Like I'm ready to go. All right. We'll tell you what, with that, uh, big Al's dirty laundry this week is she's going to uh, finish lunch for us here. She's going to get back up. So we'll say goodbye to big Al. Thanks for coming out. Bye, Thanks. Rupi. Bye Henry. <laughs> Ruby, and uh, bye, bye, Al. Uh, Ruth is got a, she's definitely overtime on this one. Uh, I've been on mute for the last two minutes and she has been howling, so 
I think we need to pinch it off here. At least I need to pinch it off because. Oh, now you're happy again. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can finish it off here. What's Uncle Ricky got for the uh, for the rest of the pod? Shiver me timbers, folks. We've had some great guests on today. We'd like to wish a very special happy first birthday to our first mate, Ruthie. We'll be celebrating with you this weekend, and we're excited for that. And I guess to wrap it up, Ruthie, if you can give me your biggest, loudest, we'll say goodbye. It's been week 11 in the crow's nest. Thanks for coming out.